Welcome back to the Bomb Squad Sports Betting Podcast. Today we will be talking about UFC 280. Uh, we haven't done a UFC podcast in a few months. Uh, we're pretty busy with football, uh, but obviously you got to do the big one. This is one of the biggest ones of the year, if not the biggest. Um, so I'm just going to do a brief kind of what I'm thinking for each fight. Uh, we did very, very well on the, the one other one we did. So I'm just going to jump into this. Uh, the first fight, we have Lena Landsberg against Carol Hosa. Uh, Carol Hosa is a pretty decently sized favorite. Her money line is currently sitting at minus 330. Um, I just can't lay a big line like that. Uh, so my bet for this fight, uh, neither are really finishers. My bet would be the fight to go the distance at minus 280. That would obviously be a parlay piece. Um, and and if uh, if I was going to bet this fight, I would bet Landsberg at plus two sixty. Um, I, I like to take the dog shot on women fights where it's not an overwhelming favorite. But Landsberg hasn't won a fight in three years, so take that with a grain of salt. Uh, moving on to the next fight, we have Muhammad Mukayev against Malcolm Gordon. Muhammad Mukayev is a minus sixteen hundred favorite, so you got to get very specific on these bets if you want to try to gain any sort of value. Uh, so the bet I have for this fight is Mohamed Mukhaev to win in under one and a half rounds. This is plus 130 on DraftKings. I think it's pretty good value here. Uh, he faced a very good mat- a very good fighter in Charles Johnson in the last fight. He was pretty slick on the ground. I think Mukhaev will get a sub here on Gordon in the first round, maybe early second. Uh, but at plus money, I do like this bet. The next fight, we have A.J. Dobson against Armin Petrosian. Uh, Petrosian's a minus 230 favorite. Uh, oddly enough, I find a lot of value in this fight to go to the distance at plus 215. Uh, both are very tough guys. Dobson's very tough. His coach is uh, Mark Coleman. Um, so you, you know that he's more than likely not going to get knocked out. Uh, and... I, I I just really like this at plus 215. I'm going to put a whole unit on it. Um, that kind of sparked my eye when I... So when I'm handicapping these UFC picks, I normally look through the fights and I write down who I think will win the fight, how I think they'll win the fight, and any props that come into my head before I look at any of the lines. So then I write everything down and I go through and I look at the lines. And if anything strikes my mind based off that's different from what I wrote down. So like on this fight, I wrote kind of like fight to go the distance thinking it would be like plus a hundred or something. But when I saw it was plus two fifty, and I was like, Whoa, now I got to play it. So that's my pick for this fight. Moving on to the next fight. We have Abu Bakar Nurmagomedov against Godzi Omar Godziev. Uh, I, this is a pretty even matchup to me. I know a lot of people are going to bet on Nurmagomedov just based off his last name and that he trains with Khabib and, and all those Dagestani guys. Uh, I believe he's Habib's cousins, but I'm going to take Godzi here on the underdog at plus 150. Uh, this is a coin flip fight to me, so I, I'm just going to go with Godzi here and say that this pays off for me more than one out of every, or more than 50 out of 100 times. So uh, moving on to the next fight, we have Lucas Almeida against Zubara Tukagov. Tukagov also fights in the Nurmagomedov camp. Uh, he's a minus 180 favorite, so I do kind of like that as a parlay piece. I, I I don't have that as a bet right now, but I do have him to win in round three or by decision, which is plus 150 on FanDuel. 
uh, I, I, I like this. This would be a good grappling fight. I just I like to see the clock tick off. And I think he wins a decision, but it wouldn't shock me if he gets a, a third round finish. But that's where I lean on that fight. Uh, moving on to the next fight. Pretty big fight for a prelim. We got Nikita Krylov against Vulcan Ozdemir. Uh, I don't really. This is more of just like a sprinkle for me. I'm going Krylov by round three or by decision. Vulcan's a pretty tough dude. Uh, both. I feel like both have pretty good chins. I could definitely see Krylov getting an early knockout, but for my money here in the bigger cage, uh, not not at the apex. I'm gonna take Krylov round three or decision. That's plus two thirty. Moving on, we got Kyo Borjo against Makhmov Muradov. Uh, I have Kyo minus two thirty money line and some parlays, and I also my favorite bet on this fight is him to win by sub or points, which you can get that at minus one thirty. Uh, Borjo uh, has done a very good job of getting on people's backs so far in the UFC in his limited time in the last year, but he hasn't subbed anybody. So I have, I don't know if he's just taking advantage of the position and, and counting points or what the deal is really with that, but I, I do like him to outpoint this fight, and I it wouldn't shock me to see him get the sub. You can also get that sub at plus 500, so that's probably worth a sprinkle as well. Moving on to... The last fight of the prelims, and this is this could headline multiple UFC cards. We have Bilal Muhammad against Sean Brady. Uh, Sean Brady opened at plus one twenty, and he's he's received a lot of the money here. He's he's at the minus one thirty favorite. Uh, I have this in my my lock parlay to go the distance at minus two seventy. Both are very tough guys. Both are great grapplers, great wrestlers. Uh, I just don't see how either one of them finishes this fight. Sean Brady's obviously a great BJJ guy, but Bilal's hard to get on the ground, so I'd be shocked to see a sub here. Um, I also have you can get that part that to go the distance at minus two seventy. I also have Brady to win by round three or by decision at plus one forty to try to get some of that value back in that plus win one fifteen. I mentioned I see this fight going the distance, so it wouldn't make sense for me to bet minus one thirty when I can kind of combine the two. Uh, moving on to the main card, we have Caitlin Chukagian against Manon Fior. Uh, I have Fior to win by decision at minus one ten. I, I don't. I definitely see this fight going the distance. This is in my lock parlay at minus three fifty to go the distance. Uh, both very solid fighters. I think Fior has the advantage because she's a little bit quicker. Uh, she's younger. Uh, I, I think she's got better boxing too. So. That's why I lean her in this fight. But Chikagian's definitely, she's a very, very solid fighter for this weight class. Uh, she's, she's definitely earned a title shot if she, if she wins this fight. Uh, moving on to another fun fight on the main card, we have Benil Dariush against Matuj Gamrat. Uh, I can see this fight going either way. Both are very, very tough guys. This, to go the distance, is minus 148, which is very shocking to me. I don't see how this fight doesn't go the distance. Um. But I'm also going to take a sprinkle on Darius round three or by decision. I th- he's a very, very smart fighter. Uh, and he knows that if he wins this fight, he's next in line to get a title shot at lightweight. Uh, he, he just doesn't make a lot of mistakes. So that's why I'm going with him here. Uh, moving on to maybe everyone's favorite fight on the card. We got Piotr Jan against Sh- Sugar Sean O'Malley. Uh, 
listen, I really want Sugar Sean to win this fight. I am a I am a fan of him. I love I love his brand. I love the way he interacts with fans. I, I love everything about him. And Jan's kind of a boring guy to me. I, I don't like his brand. And I would just really like to see Sugar Sean win. But for my money here, Piotr Jan round three or by decision at minus 160 is the bet to make. Um, I, even though Sugar Sean's such a great striker, Piotr Jan's so tough. He's not getting knocked out. So that means Sugar Sean will have to outpoint Piotr Jan. So he basically has to win round one, which Jan is a slow starter. Uh, and Sean definitely could steal rounds two or th- rounds two or three, one of them, to win this fight. Uh, but I just think Jan is it was a big step up from what Sugar Sean's face. So that's why I'm going with him here. I also have a sprinkle on DraftKings. You can get this fight to be a split decision at plus sixteen hundred. I mean, if Sugar Sh- if Jan's a slow starter and Sean outpoints him round one, and the other two are kind of close rounds. I, I think this is. I don't think this is going to be the banger everyone thinks it's going to be. I think they're going to take your time feeling each other out, uh, et cetera. And I, it wouldn't shock me to see this split decision here. So five or ten bucks on that. That could be a, a huge, a huge win. Uh, moving on to the bantamweight title fight, we have Aljamain Sterling against T.J. Dillashaw. I, I again, I, I'm a huge Sterling fan. I want him to win. I just. Dillashaw is such a good wrestler. I don't. The only way I see Sterling winning this fight is if he gets gets ground control or gets a sub. And it's just that's to me, that's harder for him to get in those positions with Dillashaw being such a good defensive fighter. And Dillashaw is a great counter striker. Uh, so I, I think the best value play here is Dillashaw four five or by decision at plus two thirty. I do think he lost that fight to Sanhagen, but if, if judges are going to give him that fight, I think he matches up pretty well with Aljamain. Um, I'm also going to sprinkle Aljamain by sub. As I mentioned, that's his way of winning. He's on the ground at plus 500. I, I, th- I definitely think one of those two will hit, and both being that big plus money, I like it. Moving on to the main event, the lightweight championship. We have Charles Dubronx Oliveira against Islam Makachev. Uh, and I don't want to disappoint anyone, but the only bet I have on this fight as of now is fight to not start round three. You can get this at minus 110. I just, just Charles fights have been so electric lately, nonstop fireworks the first round or two, especially against some of the guys he's fought. I mean, Michael Chandler, uh, Justin Gaethje, really tough dudes that he's starched. I mean, he's got legit power and I think people are finally starting to respect that. Uh, in Islam, if if he gets on the if he gets his style of grappling and he gets on Charles, it's going to be very hard for Charles to uh, combat that. So I do like the under here. Um, I'm also going to sprinkle Charles by KO. It's plus five fifty on Fanduel. Um, as I mentioned, that power in Islam Islam has been uh, he he's shown susceptibility to some power hits if if people can keep their distance and keep him off of them. Uh, I mean, whoa. I mean, he did get knocked out once, so it's definitely uh, uh, there to happen. And Charles is so quick that he can make that happen. And I, I heard that he got his eyes fixed. And as someone who went from very good eyesight to pretty poor eyesight, I can tell you that if you have crisp vision, I can only imagine how much better that'll make his striking 
in close combat with sweat going in his eyes, blood going in his eyes, all that kind of thing. That that's going to be a game changer. I really think it will. Um, and I'm a Charles fan. I, I the last couple of years he's really, I don't know how you can't like this guy. Um, so I hope he wins as well. And I'm going to sprinkle him by KO. I know this was kind of a lightning quick podcast, uh, but hopefully you tail my picks and they do pretty well. I, I've done really well with the UFC over the last three years. Um, and as I mentioned before, the last podcast, we kind of crushed it. So I will post these plays on Instagram and anything else I may add or get rid of. Uh, be sure to check that out. Bomb squad sports on Instagram. Uh, thanks for listening. Traveling in a fight